I'm a little inspired right now. Listening to Clint Mansell. And uh, he's just a musician. Um, very good at what he does. Not too familiar with him. Didn't really dig back into his history. Um. <laughs> so I am inspired to do an episode right now on the impact that Africans have on um, the black community being here in America and also the impact of black Americans who started off in this country but ancestors were never slaves there is a difference there is a difference because there were black people that lived here in the United States but their ancestors were never slaves and they don't they're they don't make it known they're not they're not okay so okay let me let me let me straighten this out a little bit okay so let's talk about let's 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 go with because it'll help me stay focused on um, what I really want to talk about. So we have black Americans, which are descendants of slaves. Our culture was created from the fact that, you know, um, we were stripped of our identity, our ancestors, my ancestors were stripped of their identity as soon as they were captured in Africa and brought over here to the to United States. That journey of stripping us of everything that we knew, our language, our food, our culture. So we had to create a culture within our communities all on our own. So you get jazz, which is called uh which nina uh, nina simone hold on let me make sure i got her name right because i'm really tired right now. i had a long week it was a long glorious week my new job i love that fucking place i told the director i said i feel like every day is friday i <laughs> i swear to god i wake up every morning thinking damn is is today friday something <laughs> I, I I can't explain it. I couldn't explain it to y'all if I tried. So uh, yeah, I played it on one of my episodes uh, before. What she actually said about black classical music. So um, yeah, Nina Simone um, said that jazz was black. She considered jazz to be black classical music. That came directly from the black community. We created blues. We created R&B, we created hip-hop, and we created rap. Um, all of those genres of music come from the black community. Our food, the way we talk to each other, how we communicate with each other, um, our hairstyles, everything came from us that we... 
Okay, so I'm not saying this right. I'm not saying this right. So I was doing good when I was talking about the music. So when you when you look at the black culture and the black experience in the United States, it's like no other in the world. Um, there have been nobody, no other black people who other people who want to call themselves black um, that have created a whole culture from nothing, okay? So a lot of people want to go and say, well, our culture, we did this, this, and this. Okay, that's good. But the difference between us and other cultures is that on this soil, we were enslaved. And then we came out of that enslaved. We came out of that type of enslavement. We're still enslaved, but we came out of that particular type of enslavement. So when you want to talk about, I'm not a slave today. Yes, the fuck I am still a slave, but I'm not in a, I'm not a slave in the way that you can just walk at my house and think you ain't going to get your brains blown out. You know, that type of shit. You ain't going to come in my house and just do what you think you want to do. That type of slavery is over with. That's dead and gone. Okay. But the fact that there are police officers that still subscribe to the bullshit that their ancestors subscribed to. And they still out here killing us in our homes and on the street. And you got some motherfuckers hunting us down and, and gunning us down. That type of shit is still going on. Back in the slavery days, that shit happened. So today, it's still happening. So that part of it didn't... That type of, you know, um, trauma that we suffer and shit like that is still here. Um, the way that they groom their young to, you know, the racists groom their young, like Kyle Rittenhouse, to go against us and try to kill us and hunt us down. You know, um, that is same way they did that shit 400 years ago. They still doing that shit today. But the way that they have... Um, made it so that they still enslave us is that they keep us um, apart from each other and they make it so that we can't communicate really with each other and have a relationship to where this black person is helping that black person. No matter how much a black person dogs you out and disrespects you, you still going to be there for them for the sake of the black community. See, black people think that they're doing that with each other and you're really not doing it. You're disrespecting your ancestors and yourself when you accept somebody treating you like shit. See, there's a difference in what white people do and, and, and what we do in our culture and, and and in our community we look too much at what other cultures are doing and we're saying we're seeing their success 
And we're saying, oh, let's do it like them and we can be successful too. No, you can't do it like them and be successful. They let you in their circles. They want you to be a part of what they're doing because they want to use you. That's the only purpose that you're there. They don't want you there. They don't want to see you there. They can't stand looking at you, but they tolerate you. But when black people, when we get in our circles and shit, and you talk your shit and you disrespect each other, you're not doing like these other cultures do because we don't have what they have, what they've created for themselves. They stop us from doing anything and from having anything. On an individual basis, we can gain some success. We can obtain peace. But you can't do it with a group of black people. You can't do it. Because we sit up and, and, and we do all this disrespectful shit and think somebody's supposed to be laughing and smiling your face. Because we know better. We know we're not supposed to be out here treating each other badly. We know that. But we still do it anyway. So you have black people on the job. One of the uh, black people is a supervisor and the other ones are worker bees. But yet and still, our mental health and our self-esteem and our self-hatred eats at us so that the black worker bees and the black boss can't get along because that black boss has has been put through so so much turmoil and ridicule to get to where they're at. That they look at the worker bees and think the worker bees should kiss their ass because that black boss has not obtained a place in life where they can accept themselves. Because everywhere we look, we're taught to hate our ourselves. I was going online looking for black Santa Clauses. And um, I was pissed off because I couldn't hardly find any. And I said, what the fuck is the problem? And I was having a discussion with, with somebody and they were like, um, you know, somebody they knew wanted to know what I thought about black Santa Clauses. And I said, well, I think there should be, you know, it should just be normal to have black Santa Claus. It shouldn't be something where you're just standing out and saying, this is what, you know, wow, black Santa Claus. That's nice to see. It should just be like, it shouldn't even be a second thought. It shouldn't be like a, a dot on a white page. It shouldn't be like that. That's ridiculous. Because I want to see people that look like me. Why do I want to sit up and look at white people all the time? Everywhere I go, I see white people. White Santa Claus, white Jesus, white Mary and Joseph, white everything. Everybody on TV is white. You see a black person. You see a person that's, uh, you know, a person of color. We're supposed to celebrate and jump up and down and do cartwheels and play with the hula hoop and do hopscotch and shit because they got people of color and black people on TV. We're supposed to be excited about that shit. 
It shouldn't be where we celebrating this shit all the time. It should be the norm to turn on the TV and see, oh, there's a person of color. Oh, there's a black person. Okay, that's that's nice. That's good to see. I'm happy. And then when white people come along, it's like, oh, okay. Y'all got people that look like you. We got people that look like us. I want to see me. I want to see my experience. That's why I grasped on to Janet so hard. Because she showed me there was nothing wrong with your body. And there was nothing that you couldn't accomplish in this world. Because you had a big ass and big thighs. That's what she showed me. That's the only black woman that came along for me. That showed me that my blackness should be celebrated. That my body should be celebrated. That's why I hold on to her. I didn't get that from anybody else. No other black woman. Because Janet came on the scene. And she was like a little. Um, you know. A religious. She was in. You know. her. They were Jehovah's Witnesses. Very religious. Very religious. I grew up like that. Janet had a lot in common. I mean, Janet and I had a lot in common. I shared a lot of, you know, I identified with her more than any other celebrity because she came from a religious background, a mother who was, you know, filled with faith and read her Bible, went to church, served God, went and witnessed to people. Like, I grew up with that. So to see a celebrity on TV that had herself covered up, had respect for herself, I knew that I could achieve anything in life. If I was looking at her and seeing her on television, and, you know, I was before, it was all these women that were scantily clad, you know, that didn't have much clothes on, and that were, you know, not respecting their, from what I, from what I grew up with. I don't, put women down if you you know uh are a stripper or if you're a um what do they call women who walk the streets and things like that uh, i don't put anybody down for that because i don't know what you went through in your life to have to do something like that that may have been your only out in life and i know i've heard that there are there are some strippers that make quite a bit of money and they end up paying for their college educations and become lawyers and shit and judges and stuff so i don't put that i don't put women down that do stuff like that but for me that was not a path that i wanted to go down you know i thought about stripping for a little bit because i knew somebody that was a stripper and you know she never approached me about anything but i knew she did and i was like i wonder what that shit is like and then just it, and then it you know that thought went went in one one you know one part of my brain and then it left it dissipated so you know it wasn't a choice for me that wasn't you know but if i was raised in that type of environment where i felt like that was the only out for me then i probably would have chose you know being a stripper or something you know so um i really you know I think that people need to not be so 
hard on black folks when we want to sit and talk about ourselves. So, you know, um, I wanted to get on the subject matter of, you know, Africans in this country again. I want to talk about that again. Um, because I, I was out to dinner with, with somebody and they were like, you know, um, cause I talked to them a lot about what black people go through in this country and how it makes me feel. And, um, we talk about the different news, you know, things that are going on. And I, mind you, I don't really look at the news like that. I pick and choose some channels here and there to watch really quickly. I don't sit and watch like the news incessantly for like an hour, two hours, shit like that. And I don't do that, but I'd like to see what everybody is talking about. So I may not like, uh, MSNBC or CNN or or Newsmax, or Young Turks, or anything like that. But I want to hear what they're talking about. I want to hear what they're saying. So, um, they were bringing up to me, they were saying, well, I, I have some friends that are from Africa, and they grew up over in Europe, and they don't see race in this country like, you know, you would. And I was like, well, first of all, I have absolutely nothing in common with them, except for the fact that our ancestors come from Africa. That's it. That's the only thing I have in common with them. And, you know, to explain it more, it just would have went over her head. She wouldn't have been able to understand. Cause she don't, a lot of the stuff I talked to this person about, she don't get it. She don't understand. She can't comprehend it. So I'm going to just keep talking and talking and talking. And when I know the conversations we have, she goes and talks to other people about it. And hopefully it'll change the heart of, you know, the younger generation. Um, I know that her generation and anything before it's not going to, it's not going to resonate and it's not going to sink in and it's not going to make nobody think. Cause people going, people in her generation are going to die the way that they are. They're going to die thinking how they want to think. So, um, but, so the reason why I say black people, okay, I should say it like this. Descendants of slaves and Africans don't have anything in common. Now, Africans can come to this country and call themselves black and say that they're a part of the black community. I don't have a problem with that, to be honest with you, because as long as you are representing our culture as long as you're treating us with respect and as long as you are telling our history correctly i don't have a problem with you but what i do have a problem with is a lot of africans portraying themselves as black americans and we all know they come from africa but they really are not descendants of slaves in this country now, I have a problem with them acting like they're better than us and that they can do things better than us. Like I said, nope, you can't do it like me. You can't do it like me. <laughs> so, you know, we got to be careful with that. Um, when you see a person that's, a, that's of African descent, don't assume that they are my brother or that they are my sister. Y'all know I choose very carefully and I choose very wisely on who the fuck I let into my life. Uh, uh, yeah. 
I don't just go for any and everybody to come into my life. So I damn sure I'm going to watch everybody that's not a descendant of slaves come up in here talking about they're black. They want to call, like I said, if you want to call yourself black, that's fine. But understand what being black in this country is. If you're going to contribute, respect us. Don't come up in here trying to rewrite our history. Don't come up in here acting like you're going to do shit better than us. Don't come up here acting like, you know, just because the white man gives you the seat at a table, at his table, don't act like you're better than us. Because we, we, we've created our own table. So we don't need to sit at the white man's table. Even though some of us do clamor and slobber to get to the white man's table, we don't need that. We created our shit from, from nothing. That's how bad we are. So, if you got your ass here, and you're an African, and you're not a descendant of slaves, respect us. Because we didn't have to let you in. You could have been on your own. We could have said nope. Because this is when, this is what happened. This is my this is my uh opinion. Nobody has to agree with it. I don't care. This is what I think. Back in the 60s, there was a movement. Um it may have been earlier than that, but there was a movement for black people to go back to Africa. Like black people literally wanted to go back to Africa. So when Africans would come here, or when we would go to Africa, we would treat Africans like they were our family. And so what transpired from that is that as a lar- on a large scale, on a global scale, Africans disrespect us to the hilt and we allow that shit. We allow it. They take our roles they take our jobs, they take our place in any part of society where white people don't want to acknowledge that racism is alive and well. They slide on in and they smile and they say, I'm that person for you. If you feel like this black American that is a descendant of slaves is being too loud and being too ignorant and not puppeting the way that you want, I am that person for you. Now, I was raised in a community with my family over in Africa, and I was never a descendant of slaves. My ancestors didn't get captured like their ancestors did. So, give me a seat at your table. So, if you really want to get deep down and dirty with it, I'm going to go there with you on this shit. The Africans that come to this country, we give them too much. Too fucking much. Because they are able to move ahead financially. They are able and they are not bothered about being dogged out like black Americans are. 
They get in these fucking cars. They do all this shit. They're allowed to be doctors and lawyers with no fucking, no fucking problem. When a white racist man sees that skin, they're like, oh, here we go. That's a nigga. When they start talking, oh, you're from Africa. Oh, what part of Africa? Oh, I did a mission trip on that in that village. And that, yes, that was my family that you held. Oh, okay. So the conversation continues. Or you have wealthy Africans that come over here to this country and take full advantage of what's given of what we created as black Americans that are descendants of slaves. See, don't get me twisted and think that I don't know about the Africans that have come here and fought with us and all that shit. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the ones that come over here and take advantage of us and disrespect us. So, let me say this shit again. If the black community did not accept y'all, y'all would have y'all own. You be on your own. And then how would the white man perceive you? They couldn't replace you with us. They would have no use for you. Unless you were wealthy, yes. Open the door. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't close my door all the way. Thank you. So, I'm going to just put it out there like that. Think about it. Where the fuck would the Africans be that came over here to the United States were not descendants of slaves? Where the fuck would y'all be? <laughs> Think about that. Okay? Island people. We're going to add them into this discussion. A lot of you island people... I understand where you're coming from because you are descendants of slaves. Some of y'all want to say you're not, but all them island folks, y'all was dropped over there, dropped off over there on them islands for the Portuguese, for the Italians, for the, you know, for the racist white folks. Y'all was dropped off on them islands to work them islands, to clear them fields and shit. Don't act like y'all better than black Americans. Please stop acting like that. But y'all bring y'all asses over here to the United States and mix in with the black community, with the black experience, with the black culture, and we let y'all do that shit, and y'all disrespecting us too. See? You want to call this something, let's call it the Great Divide. Let's call this motherfucker what the fuck it is. It's the Great Divide, and we didn't fucking do it. See, you come here and you plant your asses down where you know the white man can't stand us. And you just slide your ass right on in there. I'll be the proper nigga for you. I'll do this and that for you. Y'all go and, and go to bat for uh, Megan. 
But you see all this fucking turmoil and shit going on over here. Where the fuck were the Africans when George Floyd was being murdered on, on live TV? Where I, how come y'all wasn't on planes coming over here seeing what the fuck was up? Like, okay. Y'all so much better than us. Y'all doing so well financially. Where, I mean, you know, I see you coming in neighborhoods that black people in this fucking country whose whose ancestors were slaves that worked that land y'all asses is go is able to go and live in those neighborhoods y'all treated like shit yeah you you get the touch and, and and the discrimination you get all that you get all of that and then you turn around and look at us and ask us how come you can't make it i'm making it well, motherfucker, because you are in a place where the white man allowed you to be because he's tired of hearing about us not being a part of. So we got a nigga, some black skin from another fucking country, and we're going to lift him up just like they made Obama president. Obama's dad was from Kenya. His mother was white and she was from America. He grew up as a black man, but he was totally not relatable to the black experience in the black culture. He wasn't, he's not connected to us in any way, shape or form. Because his father is from Kenya. I don't know if his father is a descendant of slaves or not, where they lie on that, but his father was not. A black man here in America, his father knew his language, his culture, his clothes, all of that shit. So let's talk about the great divide here. Too many of us in this black community, descendants of slaves, we open the door to too many motherfuckers that constantly disrespect us. And they would have no fucking where to go if it were not for us. And yes, I fucking said that shit. Fight me. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Get your own podcast and make your own show and talk about your shit. But you know what I'm saying here is lighting your ass up because what I'm talking about is real. Fucking tired of people out here acting like black people just, you know, we calling our culture black because our skin. No, we're not calling our culture black because our skin is black. You called us black. So we took that shit. Let me see where the term black came from. Hold on. Let's do some. Let's do a little research. I'm going to do me some little typing to typing y'all. Six hundred years of black history. Uh, and depends on who you know, we gotta be careful out here. Like, I am very leery <laughs> of anything that says that it's black owned because it could be an African. I'm gonna buy from a descendant of slaves that's a black American quicker than I'll buy from an African. And that's just real. 
That's just fucking real. So I do my research. I'm not excited about anything that says black owned. Because you can look like me. You can talk like me. But you are not me, baby. You can't do it like me. Nope. (laughs) I don't want to call it African American culture. Get the fuck out of here. So I'm pretty sure that, you know, being black occurred after slavery or during however you want to say it uh we were called we call ourselves negroes you know all this so finally i think the correct term being called black is good because this is just a thought that i came up with now this is just something just me thinking african-american is too broad of a term that can include everybody okay um even the ones that don't deserve but when you say black you gotta be like you squirming a little bit you thinking shit damn it now i have to prove how i am a part of the black community the black culture what am i providing to them to be able to call myself black just being born here is that enough experiencing racism is that enough what is it that i need to do but when you when you when you're calling us african-american then it's like oh i can just slide on in there because i'm an african that's an american now so i can call myself african-american i don't have to do shit and then two african-american is always reminding us that we come from a country that a white man named and the name original name wasn't African. The original name they called Ethiopia, you know, other names, the continent of Africa was named by a white man. So why are we calling ourselves African-Americans? See, call yourself a black American black for the culture for what you've created for what our people have created for what we've given to the world and yet refuse to give it to ourselves we dog each other out day by day we are the history makers we're the blueprint we're the ones that make shit from scratch There's been no other culture in this fucking country to do what the fuck we've done. Some people want to raise their hands and say, ah, but we... No, nobody has done it to the level and to the perfection and to however however the fuck you want to say this shit. Nobody has done it like the black man, the black woman, the black child. Nobody. Nobody's done it like us. Nope. (laughs) I'm very proud to be a black woman. This day and time, a descendant of slaves. I am so fucking proud. With my paper bag, passing ass skin, I am very proud. 
I was never, not one day in my life, ashamed to be who I am and who I was born on this earth to be. There's not an ounce of self-hatred in me. So as time goes on, I'm going to continue to to spill this knowledge and talk about things as I see fit. And I hope you guys learn and grow from the things I talk to you about. I don't want to create division. But when I see something, I'm going to fucking say something. And I see people still talking about Michael's kids. It's like, stop with that stupid ass shit you gonna have that in the black culture your kids your both of your parents can be dark and your kids come out light like me like my parents my parents were both dark and i came out light still lighter than the both of them to this day so would you you gonna tell me that i'm not my parents children my child. I'm not my parents' child. Okay. You ride with that. You ride with that ignorant ass shit. It's dumb. Stupid. Why are you paying attention to the color of my skin anyway? Why the fuck do you care? I don't understand the obsession with the color of one's skin. The only ones that are really obsessed... With the color of somebody's skin is white people. And that is the racist white man. And some of you white folks out here is scared that y'all going somewhere. That white race is disappearing and all that old shit. Don't let people feed that to you. White folks have been the minority since forever. Y'all was always the minority. But you came over here from europe ain't none of y'all supposed to be here (laughs) not a one white person deserves to be here all your ancestors came from that fucking sorry ass ship some of y'all maybe some of y'all ancestry you came over here right you did shit right but the good majority of y'all motherfuckers that come from pilgrims Your ancestors was not supposed to come over here and do the fucking fucked up ass shit they did. Like, somebody was, somebody keep, people keep worrying me about this fucking Yellowstone, this Yellowstone show. Episode four, uh, season four, episode one. When I saw that, I was like, "Mm -mm." nope, not watching this show no more because I got infuriated and I love Westerns. But I'm not telling y'all why I like to watch Westerns though. But this Yellowstone, it hit that uh, season four, episode one hit me so hard. Uh, It just about knocked the wind out of me because it gave real time what the fuck they actually did to the Native Americans. And the Native Americans sat there and asked that man if he could bury his ancestor on that man's land that he bought from the government. That wasn't even his fuck. How much sick that. That right there, I just, I was like, there's no logic in that. I'm not watching this fucking show. I'm not watching how they fucking destroyed this country and took it from the natives. I, I just, I'm so pissed watching 
<laughs> I'm so pissed watching this fucking show, man. But I probably should watch it so I can really get a good take on how these white people came over here and took this land. Like, I'm not... I am not giving anybody a pass that came on that fucking boat and was a pilgrim and thought they was going to come over here and live good. When you came over here, you knew what the fuck it was because you came from Europe. So you knew what the fuck it was when you came over here. You knew you was coming over here to take somebody else's land. You knew what you were doing. And the government cleared shit out for you and you bought the land from the government that they stole from other people. Why are we not talking about this in our history books with our children? Our children need to know this shit. They stole the fucking land and turned around and sold it to each other. And the Native Americans got a bag. Plead, steal, and borrow to live. That shit is... That's fucking infuriating. That is insane. How can you do that to somebody? But go to a white person's house and tell them to get the fuck out. And tell them to sign over the mortgage or the deed to their house to you. And their car. Sign over their car that's paid for. Sign their land off to you. And tell them they better do that shit. Put a gun to their head. And tell them they better do that shit. And what you gonna get? What the fuck you gonna get? Do the same shit their ancestors did. I... <laughs> the only ones that deserve to be in this country are the people that came over here respectfully and in the right way. That's the only ones that deserve to be over here. It could be some white people and the black people, we deserve to be here. We, hands down, we deserve to be here. But we need to work with the Native Americans in order to get some land. But white people... <laughs> Those of you that came from pilgrims, I'm telling you. I'm not trying to start no shit and I'm not trying to talk shit. But th this is what's real. This is what our kids need to know. So they don't fucking repeat history and think that shit is okay. Just take something from somebody and call it yours. That's bullshit. We get mad at our kids for doing that to other kids. But literally, this is what this country is built on. But you get mad at your child for taking something from somebody else. That shit is crazy. But we showed our kids through the history of this country that that shit was okay. I I just I don't get the fucking I don't get the fucking logic in that. I don't get the logic in that. Well, now what's done is done. We can't. Yes, the fuck we can right all wrongs that were done to the natives in this country. You can right all wrongs that were done to the African slaves that were brought over to the Africans that were brought over here as slaves. They were enslaved before they left their country. So don't get this shit twisted. They didn't just get them on the ships as whatever, whatever. They were enslaved and given up and stolen 
and kidnapped and raped and maimed before they fucking came to this country. That's it. This fucking shit is crazy, man. Logic. Logic. Where is the where is the fucking logic in all this shit? Where's the logic? I'm not saying I hate white people. I'm not saying that. But if you are a descendant of the pilgrims that came to this country, if you are a person that got on a fucking boat, and I'm talking about the Irish too, you got your ass on a boat with nothing in your pocket and came over here to this country, and bought land, and bought this, and bought that, and didn't help nobody else that was struggling. Came over here with nothing in your pocket, sticking your nose up at black folks. You just as guilty as the fucking pilgrims that came over on the boat. Because we all was supposed to be working together. Poor folks, black folks, natives, everybody. We all should have been working together to get this land back and give it back to the natives. But y'all brought y'all asses over here hungry and starving, couldn't make it in your own fucking country, so you bring your ass over here to make it. Why is everybody coming over to the United States to make it? Why are y'all so fucking in a hurry to come over here to this motherfucker? Because you can thrive and you can survive over here and you can make millions. But you sit up here and look at black people like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? You can do this and this. I'm telling you, you know, how to get this for free, how to do this for free. That shit is not available to us. You have to be a part of their fucked up ass system in order to get a piece of that. And then when you get a piece of it, they sitting up and watching every fucking move you make. Every fucking move we make. And you say so? They ain't doing you like that though. Do you have do you understand the toll that it takes on a black person's mental health to be watched every moment, every second? They listening to everything you saying, hearing everything you talking about. And and you still saying so. You know, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. I used to try to help my my um, my stepfather understand why black people struggle so hard in this country. I used to try to help him understand that because he could not understand why <laughs> we. You know, he 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 they. A lot of people that come over here to this country recently, like within the last 100, 100, 150 years, people that come over to this country from other places always look at black Americans like we're lazy, like we can't do shit, like we don't, we spend too much money, we do this, we do that. The thing that people don't understand is that the toll that it takes on our mental health. 
we function and we do things according to our environment and how we're being treated. And still we rise above all of that negativity. A lot of us are able to be successful, but you got to make sure that you have somebody white in your pocket. You can't just have a group of black people. There may be some black folks that are, you know, together and, you know, maybe working with other people of color and working with some Africans and stuff like that. But it's not um, fluent and it's not prevalent and it's not an opportunity that every black person has. Because not everybody is going to embrace us. Not everybody is going to show us how to do things. Like white people are raised um, a lot. For the, for the most part in the white culture, if you're wealthy, you're going to be raised on how uh, learning how to, to, to take your money and make it work for you. You learn about that shit at a young age. But if you're poor, you may or may not learn about it. Now, I'm not saying, please don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everybody. But it's in the white culture to make sure that white people succeed and exceed in levels above everybody else. That's just how things work. So, you know, whether you agree with what I'm saying or not, you know some of this shit I'm talking about. I'm I'm hitting on I'm hitting the nail on the head on some of this shit. You know, um from my life experience, I would say that I have never been a victim. I'm always a survivor, but I will say that I never thought that I would be able to live the experience of what it was like to be black back in my ancestors' day of slavery. I never fucking thought I would experience that shit. Because I thought, well, it's it's getting better because you got black people here, but no. Fighting for Michael has showed me so much. It has showed me so much. It's opened my eyes to a lot of stuff. It's woken me up. Because I knew this shit existed, but I never thought I would see it. Never thought I'd see it and never thought I would experience it. But this day and time, racism is alive and well. The residual effects of slavery, racism, it's not stopped. It has not gone anywhere. They still continuing on with their shit. And I feel bad for them. I hate to see it. I hate to see people live like that. But what can you do? What can you do? You know, even though people try to stop us, we still manage to rise above. But you need to ask yourself, what's our next creation? What's the next thing black people are going to do to make it so that everybody is eating and surviving? 
and living off of us. What's the next thing we gonna do? <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm done. Y'all got enough jewels dropped on you, I think, within the last 50 minutes to uh, take that and ponder it and think about it. You know, I, I never make it so that um, what my people go through or what I've been through is going to be a hindrance for me to do anything in life. I, I don't I don't work like that. I look at things for what they are. I see something, I'm going to fucking say something. You guys take care. Thank you so much for your um, support. Thank you so much. Uh, while I was, you know, on my little mental health trip, I, you know, I appreciate you guys. I really, you know, I really needed that break. I, I appreciate you guys for being patient with me and and being there for me for the most part. I just... Um, you know, it, it just, I I gotta stop letting stuff get to me so badly. It just, you know, that, that really stung, um, you know, uh, the thing that took me off of Twitter this last time. That really stung me. And so I just, I had to take some time off and think about some things and be like, you know, um, I gotta do this. For Michael, I got to continue doing this for Michael. There are a lot of people who support Michael the right way. And I want to be able to continue to be that voice that people will hopefully listen to and continue to listen to and understand that I'm here for them um, and that we're all here for each other to support Michael and to love on Michael and do it the right way and to call out the folks that are not doing it the right way, you know? What's got to be done has got to be done, you know. Um, I'm not going to continue to let people fuck with his legacy. I'm not going to continue to let people keep fucking with him and disrespecting him. And so I'm going to have to do what I'm going to have to do. And that's it. If some people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. I mean, that's just the way it's going to have to be. So, um, once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Um, I, I couldn't thank you guys enough. I'm I'm thinking on some things that I really want to do for the Heal Los Angeles Foundation. I've got some ideas in mind um, to raise some money. I want to give them a nice big old check. And um, I'm going to do things on the down low. And I'm going to do things in a way. Um, I got a plan devised. And I've got... Um, I didn't tell you guys where I'm working and I can't tell you just yet. Um, I'm going to wait, I think for a couple of years or so before I actually let you guys know where I'm at. Um, but just know that it's in a place where I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to work around this caliber of people and, you know, to be able to work around them and pick their brain and be able to ask questions and have conversations and things like that. I'm excited about it. I'm really excited about it. And um, so, you know, um, I may be taking more breaks, but I won't disable my page. But if I don't get back with anybody in messages or anything like that for a couple of days or something like that, just know 
that my mental health was at stake or that I got really busy with work. Um, I try to check my messages every day and respond to you. I don't like to leave anything sitting out there. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to dis- I'm not going to, um, deactivate my page anymore. I'm just going to go and make myself take a break. Um, but, um, if anything weird happens or whatever, always come back to my podcast episodes and then I'll fill you guys in um, when I am mentally ready to do so. Because some of this shit that goes on with Michael, man, it takes a toll on me. And I take this shit to heart. To heart. Because he's not here with us anymore. He's not here with us anymore. I just... I So I gotta, I gotta fight the good fight, man. And now they fucking with Janet. So, (laughs) all these fucking people out here are just relentless. This shit is sad and it's sick. And um, I I hate to see it. So, all right, guys, you take care. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Take care.